Good morning. Happy Sunday. It is another beautiful morning. I am watching the sunrise out my window. It's going to be an amazing day, an amazing Sunday. And this morning I wanted to discuss this question with you. What are you consuming? And how is it affecting you? Whenever we think about consuming something, we normally think about it in the terms of what are we eating? What are we putting into our body? What is going into our daily active diet? What foods are we eating that are beneficial to promoting health? What nutrients are we getting from the foods that we're consuming? Are we drinking enough water during the day to stay hydrated? How, how are we affected by the consumption of caffeine? What do we, what do we feel when we, have in, when we have too much caffeine? <laughs> um, are we the type of person who can have a cup of coffee at night and still fall asleep? Or are we the type of person who has a cup of coffee in the middle of the day and can't fall asleep later that night? I'm one of those people. I can only have maybe one cup of coffee or one cup of caffeinated tea in the morning. And then if I try to have a second cup, I can maybe get away with it if it's tea. And I do it before 10 o'clock in the morning. But after 10 o'clock in the morning, you will not see me have coffee. You will not see me have tea. And if I do, I am wired. I will not fall asleep until midnight the next morning. <laughs> and I know that that too much caffeine will make me have too much energy. I'll, I'll, I'll be awake. Nothing will be wrong. I won't be jittery or anxious, but I will definitely be wide awake. But I... I might not have the energy to put into doing something, but I will be awake. And I'll just lay there and be like, I have way too much energy to where I can't even fall asleep. But I don't have the energy to do anything. It's so weird. (laughs) And we also understand that there are certain things that we can consume... Or that we will try to consume, I should say. That will have very negative side effects for us. Such as if we have an allergy to something. We know that we will have sometimes a severe allergic reaction to eating that thing. Such as people who have nut allergies. Or people who have um, not even a gluten intolerance but a gluten allergy such as uh, celiac disease or a dairy intolerance and a dairy allergy. Those are the most common ones. There's also people who have, you know, fish allergies and can't even have um, fish oil to get omega-3s in their diet. They have to find another source of omega-3s to be able to have that healthy balance of omega-3 in their diet. So, we understand what we consume on that level of what are we putting into our bodies and how much of of something are we putting into our bodies and how is it affecting us 
But I also want to talk about this. Because what we consume also includes the TV shows we watch, the movies we watch, how often we are on TikTok scrolling through video after video after video of whatever it is that we're watching, the kind of music we listen to, the kind of books we read. So, how does that also affect us? How are we affected by whatever we read, whatever we watch, whatever we listen to? Or, do we not feel as heavily affected by the things that we watch and read and listen to? I've heard it said in the in the manifestation community um, that if you are listening to certain types of music, because those types of music emit a certain type of frequency, that it will alter your brain chemistry a little bit. And that if you are wanting to manifest something positive, then maybe you shouldn't be listening to metal music. If you're wanting to sit and meditate, then maybe you should be listening to something that is calming and, you know, zen and um, almost not necessarily sleep-inducing, but definitely something that can get you into a meditative state, like listening to Tibetan singing bowls or listening to um, tabla and hang drum which is something that I personally listen to. But I know a lot of people who can sit there and meditate listening to frickin' um, Amon Amarth. My dad, for example, would sometimes, um, when he was younger, go to sleep listening to metal music. He would listen to, like, not even just, like, stuff like Amon Amarth, but he would listen to, like, Deicide, okay? (laughs) And I'm like, sir, how do you fall asleep listening to that? (laughs) Because I've listened to Deicide, and Deicide's way too heavy for me. But um, it's like there are some people who can actually go to sleep listening to that. And I'm like, I don't know what's up with your brain, but that's cool. (laughs) You do you. (laughs) But the, the point that I'm trying to make here is that does it affect you or does it not affect you? Personally... I haven't really watched a horror movie in a while, but I understand that I am a horror movie fanatic, alright? I do consider myself to be a horror movie fanatic, um, in the sense that there are many films that I do like, and there are many films that I will watch over and over and over again. Have I sat down to watch a horror movie? No, I haven't made the time for it. (laughs) Um, I've been more interested lately in watching, um, certain films, like certain comedy films, and uh, romantic movies that I like over and over and over again. My, my current go-to is Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) But I do like horror movies. But when I watch a horror movie, not always do I get anxious. Not always do I feel on edge. Even though I understand that the point of a horror movie is to be a little bit on edge, there are times where I just... When I, when I go through the types of horror movies that I like to watch, I just can't feel that 
on edgeness. I can't feel that like, eh. <laughs> like I just, I just can't. Um, I, it, it really depends. Like if, it, if I'm seeing it for the first time, then maybe I'll be on edge. But there have been some films that I've seen for the first time and I've been like, oh, this is fine. I'm used to this. I've seen, I've seen worse, you know? <laughs> but then there are other films where it's just like, I'm seeing it for the first time and I'm like, holy. And then there are other films like, um, if I've seen it multiple times, um, there might be a jump scare that I'm always anticipating, but it will always like, uh, get to me. Um, and my mom's the same way. There's this one movie called The Uninvited. And um, there's a particular jump scare in that movie that we're always anticipating, but it always brings me and my mom several several inches off the couch every time we watch it. <laughs> and it's one of the few films that I have known her to actually like. One of the few horror films that I know my mom to actually like. She's not the biggest horror movie buff um, in the family. <laughs> um, but... It's so funny. Every single time that that scene comes up, my mom and I are several inches off the couch <laughs> for like several seconds. <laughs> but the reason why I'm talking about this is because you have to understand that what you consume and how it affects you is entirely up to you. If you're listening to music that you know makes you sad and you're wanting to manifest something positive, then why are you listening to that sad music when you're wanting to manifest something positive? Why are you listening to that sad music when you're wanting to be in a different state? If you're not wanting to create that state, but you are feeding into that repetitive emotion, then yes, it can have a negative effect on you. For example, if I'm over here thinking about love, but I'm thinking that love hurts and I am repeating this almost pain cycle, if I'm repeating that pain cycle, of love hurting me in the past and I'm sitting here listening to songs that make me cry and I'm sitting here listening to songs that make me angry then I'm going to have this negative view on love but if I'm sitting here just kind of like going through my reminiscence of um, listening to emo music for example like, I can listen to AFI, I can listen to um, some of the old bands that I listen to, I can listen to old Three Days Grace and just be like, alright, I'm gonna just sing this at the top of my lungs just because it's fun. <laughs> um, there are times where I'll turn that music on when I am angry and I need that outlet, but I find that I'm doing that less and less. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's all up to you, really, how that thing affects you and it's all up to your personal understanding of yourself how what you consume is going to affect you from the food that you eat to the films that you watch to whatever it is 
And I will hear people say, oh, well, if you are manifesting something positive, then you should um, stop watching horror movies, even if you used to like them. Stop watching horror movies because horror movies are going to um, bring you down to a lower vibration. Stop listening to emo and metal music because that's going to bring you down to a lower vibration. Uh, Stop watching stuff like uh, The Witcher and Penny Dreadful and Stranger Things because that's going to bring you down to a lower vibration because it leaves you on edge and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, and, and I hate to, I hate to, you know, kind of use that voice, but that's exactly how they sound. It's, it, it, they're, they're telling you something that doesn't resonate with you. And me personally, I am of the personal belief that if you tell yourself that something doesn't negatively impact you and that you're watching it for entertainment, watch it. Watch it. I, for example, I know that I am negatively impacted by watching Law & Order SVU. I cannot watch Law & Order SVU. I've been able to maybe sit through a couple of episodes because they've drawn me in. Law and Order SVU is something way too triggering for me. And if someone is watching it in the living room and I'm just like, hey, look, I am very uncomfortable by this. I am going to go in my room. Or if I'm trying to do something in the kitchen and I'm just like, please, can we watch something else? Sometimes they will give um, and and we will watch something else. But um, I will... I will often go into another room if someone is watching Law & Order SVU because I cannot, I cannot deal with it. It is way too triggering for me. And I know that it has a negative effect on me. But if I'm watching, say, a horror movie for entertainment and then I'm still focusing on my affirmations and my positive affirmations and my self-concept and manifesting something positive in my life... I know that that horror movie isn't going to affect me because I'm literally just sitting there watching it for entertainment. I will also hear this thing that says, you know, be careful of um, certain activities. Let's just put it that way. Um, And I will say this. If you find that you are addicted to a pain cycle or you are addicted to something in a way that it's negatively impacting the rest of your life, that is the only time that I will recommend definitely maybe cutting something out or changing what you do with that thing. If you notice that something is negatively impacting If you notice that what you are consuming, what you are listening to, what you are reading, what you are whatever, then definitely remove it from from your personal, like, everyday diet. Because not only is what you are eating going to affect you, not only is the music that you listen to, the, the shows you watch, the movies you watch... It doesn't have to affect you if you don't want it to continue to affect you in a negative way. For example, 
if you've read a book that you really did enjoy maybe a couple of years ago, but now you're in a different place for yourself and now you're in a different mindset and the version of you today maybe doesn't like that book anymore. And anytime you pick up that book and try to read it, it makes you feel awful. Go ahead and sell the book. Go ahead and get rid of it in some sort of way. Go ahead and hand it down to somebody who does want to read it and who is interested in that. If you are watching certain movies and maybe you have them on DVD and maybe you thought they were favorites, but now you're just like, nah, I don't really like these films. If you still have the DVD cases, maybe bring them to to a place that'll that'll buy them off of you. You know, like, um, for example, FYE, or um, there are a few locations still open. So um, places like FYE or Second and Charles, for example, um, or giving them to a friend who likes them. If what you are consuming is hurting you and you know it's hurting you, but you don't want to stay in that pain cycle, then you can definitely change what you're consuming. And if you feel like there's this emptiness after you get rid of after you get rid of that thing. For example, bringing it back to food. I do have a mild lactose intolerance, but I have started to eat dairy again in very small quantities. And I have looked at the different types of cheeses that have a very low lactose um, level. And I will eat those things because I love those foods. But if I know that it's going to hurt me, I will stay clear of that thing. I will stay clear of that food. And funny enough, even with my lactose intolerance, one of the foods that I can eat without hurting is pizza. Pizza. Love pizza. Crave pizza sometimes. That is one of the few foods that I can eat, even with being lactose intolerant. It's crazy. It used to be a lot worse, my lactose intolerance, and I even went through a period where I had lactose intolerance and a gluten intolerance at the same time. And I started to find gluten-free and dairy-free, and I will say that there are some vegan cheeses out there that are bomb.com. There are some gluten-free breads out there that are absolutely to die for. And one of my favorite things that is completely vegan that I have ever eaten. I never knew that it was vegan until I had gone through a period of time where I was vegan. Olive Garden breadsticks. <laughs> and, and I know now I'm just kind of like talking about different things now. But my, my point that I am making here and I will continue to bring it back to this point even if I go off on a silly tangent, is if you know that something is hurting you, but then you still choose to keep it in your, in your diet, in your, in your point of consumption, 
you are consciously choosing to manifest a life in which you are more focused on that pain than you are on anything else. But if you understand that you can consume something and it doesn't negatively impact you, then keep it. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being yourself. And don't let anyone else tell you what you should be doing with what you're consuming. Even me. Figure it out for yourself if what you are consuming is negatively impacting you. Especially when it comes to wanting to manifest something different for yourself. Wanting to manifest a change. And hold yourself accountable for the changes that you are making and the ways in which things affect you. Hold yourself accountable for the ways in which things are affecting you and the changes that you are making. So, I want you to walk away from this episode. And think about the things that you are consuming on a daily basis. And how are they affecting you? Are you able to sit and watch that TV show that you enjoy without it negatively impacting you? Or are you starting to recognize that maybe it is negatively impacting you? Are you consuming too much of something at the expense of prioritizing taking care of yourself? Are you consuming something that you know might be bad for you, but you're going to do it anyway because it's all you've ever known, and you feel like there's no way out? Are you the type of person who can consume something, watch a TV show, read a book, listen to a certain type of music? And be able to separate yourself from that thing. Be able to separate your your mindset from, oh, well, there's a negative instance in this. Oh, well, this this is an angry song, but I'm listening to it for entertainment. For example, and, and this is the last example I'll bring up before I go. One of my favorite bands, Motionless and White, spoken about that before. And some of their songs can be very heavy. Some of their songs can be very in your face. Others of their songs can be very sad. I, I cannot tell you how many times I have cried to one of their songs. Um, there are songs that I've listened to and heard them so many times, so many times, just played over and over and over again. And it made me angry because I was in an angry point when I was listening to these songs. One of those songs is Another Life, and now it's my favorite song. If they ever hear this, I'm sorry to say that Another Life made me angry for a while, (laughs) but it was because I was already in an angry state, and I was taking it out on a song that really I didn't need to take it out on. (laughs) But um, I recognize now that I can listen to their music and just listen to it for entertainment because I love their music. I absolutely love their music. I've loved their music for 12 years. Straight up. 
I have been a fan of theirs since their Creatures era. (laughs) And I will listen to their music for pure enjoyment. I've even got some of their songs on my workout playlist. Okay, but um, I listen to their music because I like their music. Their music does not negatively impact me. In fact, their music inspires me to actually get up and do shit because of how heavy some of their songs are. They're great for a workout playlist. If I am feeling a little bit tense and angry and I need to get some anger out, I'll listen to a song that might be a little bit heavier charged and a little bit angry. And I'll be like, all right, now I can smash this workout. (laughs) Or I'll just listen to a song and just bebop in my car. And and I hate to say the word bebop. Y'all are going to be like, what the hell? (laughs) But um, I will just go on a drive sometimes and just play their entire discography and just sing along with every single song and just be like, yep, I need this right now. (laughs) But look at what you're consuming and determine how it is affecting you. And if it is affecting you in a negative way, figure out what you want to do about that. And if it's affecting you in a positive way, keep it in your life. If it's not affecting you either way and you're pretty just neutral about it, decide what placement it has in your life. Enjoy the things that you enjoy. But if the things that you enjoy are hurting you, then maybe it's time to reevaluate. I love you, and I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Tomorrow is Monday, the start of a new week, and we will be discussing more. Have a great day.